Hello. Hello. It's Cliff. Oh yeah, let's bring it down a few notches. Hi, this is the Clifford Nikorski Show. I'm coming to you live from Winneka, California. Man! If you're keeping up with, uh, is Cliff drinking or not drinking saga, guess what? I failed miserably all week. That was one full week of fucking up. I think I got about one sober day in me, and it... It was, uh, it was, um, a dark rest of the week. I'm out there lying to people. People are going like, hey, how you doing? You sober? I'm going, yeah. (laughs) I, I took a few days. Where I just told people, leave me alone. I need, you know what? Uh, well, you know what? I know what I was doing. I was trying to like get better on my time. Like, give me like a week or two of doing good, and then I wanted to present myself to everybody. But unfortunately, that's. That's not how it goes. You know, I went to an AA meeting this Saturday, yesterday, and it was so amazing. Everybody was so nice. People were so good to me, treated me really well. And But I was like... Uh, I was trying to avoid that so bad. I'm all fat. I look like shit. And I'm trying to go present myself to these guys. I was trying to be like, hey, give me a couple weeks off the sauce. I'm going to look, I'll be looking a lot better. And then maybe some people can have some faith in me. But the longer I waited, the worse I got. And... So I go, oh my god, I need to just show up and show everyone my hideous um but <laughs> this is my hideous form. So I don't know. So that's how my week went. Now I'm going into next week. It's Sunday again. I'm going, you know, maybe I'll do things right tomorrow, this next week. I really, you know what's crazy? I believe I'll do better next week. I really do. What has history shown me? That I won't do better. But, 
I still gotta believe that I can do better. And that maybe this week can be different. At some point you have to go like, okay, no matter how many times in the past I've fucked up, this could be the time. I'd I'd rather go out, I'd rather die and go out fighting, fighting for the right thing, even though I'm clearly a failure at, at fighting for myself. My birthday passed again. You know, you get you get you got friends that want to give you stuff. And they go cuz right now I'm I couldn't be much more of a loser. I couldn't be much more of a financial Loser. But here's one thing. I was thinking about the difficult process of what do you buy the guy that's got nothing? I know everyone always goes like, what do you get the guy who's got everything? Well, at that point, Here's my take on that. At that point, if the guy's got everything, you're like, okay, well, you basically can't do wrong. The more stupid a gift is at that point, the better the gift is. You know, you get the guy who's got everything, the rich guy, your rich friend, you go, oh, I can get you, like, Babe Ruth's um, shoe. Like, who cares? Who needs it? But it's just weird, you know? Like, you can get people something. Here's something from the set of Twin Peaks. Here's a cool gift. But I think it's actually more difficult to buy something for your friend who has nothing. Because what do you get this? What do you get this clown? You know what I mean? I got a friend. He's got money. He's trying to figure out what to get me. He just didn't do anything. And I understand why. Because how do you get something for... First he was like talking about getting me a watch. He's going, I'll get you a nice watch. You know, what am I going to do with a watch? I'm sitting there. What? I'm wearing this watch on the bus. I don't even have a home to call my own. But now I got this beautiful watch. And I got to, like, protect myself from people trying to steal it from me. Because I'm always in precarious situations. What am I going to do with a fucking watch? I mean, it's nice. I would like a watch. I mean, like, ultimately, if someone gave me a watch, I'd go, wow, this is beautiful. But it's not easy to give me a watch. My, It almost makes my life harder to receive a watch. 
Um... I got people trying to figure out what to give me, and they just give up. You know? They go, oh, I want to get you this, I want to get you that. And then at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I don't know how to help you. You've got nothing. What do you get for the guy who's got nothing? That's more of a struggle than trying to find something for the guy that's got everything. You can get a little more silly with the guy who's got everything. But for the guy who's got nothing, it's like, why did you buy me this set of china, fine china at porcelain, and I'm over here trying to preserve this Fabergé egg. I don't know what to do with it, where to put it. Do I put it on display at my shitty little place that I live in? A home within a home? What what do I do with a Fabergé egg? I don't know. Sometimes it boggles the mind, you know? Well, today's a very special day. I'm excited about this podcast because I got a few celebrities to join in on the fun and call in. I think one or two of them are even from beyond the grave. So this is, like, very exciting. Um... I can't wait for you guys to hear them, but so I'm gonna drop drop one of those in right now. Let's let's uh, see which celebrity. I think this one's gonna be Alan Alda. Actually, took the time out of his busy schedule. They're trying to do a whole um, mash. redo, they're trying to be like, hey, we're bringing back MASH, and they're, so Alan Alda's in the spotlight again very relevant um yeah, so I get a call from him uh, we even get a call I got a little message to play from Walter Matthau can you believe that? One of the grumpy old men, he's he's calling me. He's calling me with some, with a message. And none other than Willie Nelson. So that's exciting. Let's uh, take one, let's, let's hear one of the messages. Let's see what Alan Alda has to say. Clifford Nagorski, this is uh, Alan Aldine. I'm very glad to talk to a fellow podcaster. I I might be getting a little bit slower these days with my Parkinson's diagnosis now a couple years behind me, but 
I think I think we're doing pretty well. You know, there aren't too many 85-year-olds that sound this lucid, this clear and vivid, if you will. Uh, anyway, I wanted to tell you to keep up the the funny jokes about uh, about how I sounded like a a Minnesotan. You know, Alan, I'm I'm from uh, the Bronx in New York City, but people uh, people think I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, because I pronounce, I enunciate every vowel like it's my last. Anyway, I wanted to say I love your program because you you talk about very real things, and in in particular, I also want to focus on your comedy because you have a joke about how dogs are uh, like better dressed than the people in your life these days. You you go to the West Side, you go to the Santa Monica Promenade, and you see a schnauzer with, you know, Dolce and Gabbana. It's it's a rather uh, unfortunate set of circumstances many people find themselves in. But these dogs, uh, they're living the good life. They're like Roman emperors out there. And anyway, I want you to keep it up. Great program. Uh, love you very much from Arlene and myself. And uh, let's uh, let's grab a knish sometime, shall we? I'm not Jewish, but I really want people to think I am. Anyway, ciao, ciao, and, uh, and mazel tov on all of your uh, great programming. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, baby. I just got blessed. From the one and the only Alan Alda. I'll tell you, Alan Alda's from MASH, and when MASH would come on, that theme song, which is about suicide and stuff, it it would come on, I would feel so sad and full of sorrow. I was like, this is it. This is the end of the fucking night. It's just... And I would just... become the most tragic... 10-year-old you've ever seen in your life. I just went, oh my god, it's over. It's all over. The other times I'd feel that way is I didn't like wrestling. I didn't like WWF. I was raised Jehovah's Witness, and the WWF was like demonic. That was like a horrifying world for me. It wasn't fun. And that's when I knew my Saturday morning was over. All of a sudden, the wrestling would come, and I'd go, I got no connection to these greased-up, weird, muscular hot dog men. I don't have anything. I have nothing in common with this. So... I um, would get very sad, but same thing with MASH. At the end of the night, you'd be watching your shows, and then MASH. It would be like, oh my god. I'd turn off that TV and just walk to my bedroom with my head hanging low. 
This is the it's the death march, man. This is I knew that song was sad. The melody really struck me, you know, it did something to my little soul. As a child, I would just be like, "Yeah, this is bad." Like I knew it was bad news. But um thanks Alan Alda. Thank you so much for um checking out my program and I've always been a fan of yours so um anyways let's hear let's hear from from another let's hear from we got a call and also from Walter Matthau this is crazy one of the grumpy old men can you believe that shit he's calling me this this son of a bitch is calling me? He was in Dennis the Menace as Mr. Wilson, the next door neighbor. And he's he's sending me a message? Let's hear what he has to say. Hello, Clifford. We have an unexpected guest here. It's, uh, well, it's Walter Matthau. And, uh, my my roommate Felix Unger was just making a smoothie. You see, he came back from the gym. Well, in in 2022, Felix has finally come out of the closet, <laughs> which is another way of saying his corpse is out of the the casket. But anyway, I wanted to say that uh, he put collagen protein in his smoothie. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But I threw it against the wall, like in the movie version of that great Neil Simon play, The Odd Couple, and I said, now it's garbage. Anyway, I just, I'm just calling to say that line over again. I, I have it stuck in my head ever since the 1960s. I haven't been able to eradicate it from my brain. You know, that Dennis the Menace movie was all right, but... Uh, yeah, it was not exactly the most great dialogue, so none of that stuck in my head. Anyway, it's nice nice to be able to talk to you, Clifford. I hope you're doing well, and uh, yeah, I, I'm also uh, Homer Simpson, as you know. So anyway, bye-bye. Hi, this is Cliff. But then again, who the hell else would it be when you tune into an episode of the Clifford Nagorski show? You come to expect the host to be the guy's name, you know, Clifford Nagorski, and here I am. Wow. I've been doing some thinking. That was nice to hear from Walter Matthau. I mean, you you wouldn't believe it. But when you live in L.A., you come to have some celebrity friends. And, hey, hey born and raised. Both grandparents were in the industry... One building sets, the other one writing for Johnny Carson. Hey, what do you want from me? You know I'm going to have some famous friends. 
Who would have thunk it? I'm sitting over here. How many other podcasters have Walter Matthau calling in? Just to shoot the shit. Say hi. Send a friendly message. How many motherfuckers have Alan Alda calling in? Say what's up. But that's my life. That's how we do it in L.A. Don't know how you do it in Austin. Don't know how you do it in other places. Shit. I visited you. Still can't figure it out. Don't know how you're doing it. But this is how I do it. Um, It's funny because I was driving down Ventura Boulevard here in California. And I... uh, Notice that even in Hollywood, you get on Sunset and stuff and Hollywood Boulevard, there's a lot of these uh, billboards and they got like Power 106, the hip hop station. And those DJs look so fucking tough. They look like they're ready to kick the shit out of you. That DJ looks like he's about to crawl off that billboard, come down into traffic, and kick the shit out of me. What's he so mad about? But, uh, yeah, that's what, like, DJs used to be fun. You know what I mean? What happened to our celebrity chefs? Our celebrity chefs used to be big, fat, sweet men. A big old, big old weird woman, strong women. Now they're all tattooed and edgy and hardcore and crazy. What happened to our our uh, Emerald Lagasse? You know, what happened to these guys? Our Paul Newman, a kind little face. Now it's all angry, arms crossed. These are the people that are feeding us our food and giving us our music. They're these angry, tattooed, arms crossed, vicious people. It's like, you're lucky to get this song. You're lucky to get this Megan the Stallion song, you piece of shit. Fuck you. And if you mess with my program, I'm gonna kill you. That's the attitude that I'm getting from the hip-hop billboard. Just angry Wilson... Wilson's leather looking dudes who are just pissed off. You know, late 90s, early 2000 Pelly Pelly guy, just just furious. Hey baby, I lost a couple hundred pounds too. That's another one that they like to do. I'm not only am I a badass, but I lost 375 pounds. 
I'm pissed. Here's a, here's a new song that I think is good. I don't get the attitude. I don't get the attitude of the, the furious... You hear a guy fury? Well, this is... Guys are fur, furious guys. <laughs> They're just angry chefs who are all tattooed and flamboyantly angry. I don't get it. I don't under, I don't understand it. Why do you have to be so violent about serving me food? Why do you have to be so violent about playing a song for me on FM radio? Anyways, yep, that's what's on my mind tonight. I got one more trick up my sleeve. I got one more celebrity calling. And there's a really nice message. It's from none other than Willie Nelson. Let's hear what Willie has to say. I've seen Clifford Nagorski from both sides now. And up and down, and still somehow, it's the only way that I can communicate is through the medium of song. This is what 45 years of nonstop marijuana smoke will do to your brain. That's where all the vibrato comes from. It's me trying to get the tar out of my lungs. And that's where that little uh, whistling sound comes from. It's me actually streaming some tar out of my face. Well... That you you heard it here. You heard Willie. A lot of people don't understand when they're talking to me that I kind of know a lot of famous people, a lot of celebrities, and a lot of people that all of you guys respect. And you judge me, but now look. Look who's laughing now. It's Cliff. Cliff's laughing at you. Because I have like these crazy celebrity friends. People taking the time to call in on and on my show. And no one gives a rat's ass about you. Do you have Walter Matthau calling from beyond the grave? In fact, I think almost everyone that called me was dead. Dead cel- Do you have dead celebrities calling you and checking in to your podcast? Probably not. You're probably some kind of a jerk. <laughs> but, um, I love you. I'm going to keep moving forward. Man, I'm trying to get healthy. I'm trying to take care of myself. Jesus Christ. Christ, what a chore to take care of this lump of shit. 
the third month, the first day of the third month of this year, I got a show. I'll be doing live stand-up comedy on the Ugly Baby Show. I'm very excited about it. Um, Come see me. Mark your your horrifying little calendars. You You got a month to figure this out. Don't be acting like you... Oh, oh, shut up. This isn't a surprise, okay? You little turkeys. You little... You little steam-dried turkeys. You were rode hard and hung up wet. Me too. My eyes are crazy. My health's insane. I can't quit drinking. I think... I think things are going to get better moving forward. But we'll see. I'll document it. I'm just going to start taking pictures of the toilet bowl after I go poop. And I think you guys will understand exactly where I'm at. You'll go, ooh. (laughs) Ooh. So much could be said from the sight of... Okay, that's gross. I hate it too. You hate it, I hate it. Have a good night. Have a good night, baby. Have a good night. Don't let my poop bother you tonight. Have a good night, baby. Alright, I'd like to thank... None other than Nick Linsmeyer. A lot of people think it's Nick Linsmeyer that's doing these celebrity voices, but I guarantee you it is the celebrity, the real celebrities. So have a good one, baby. Have a good one, mama. But I do love Nick Lensmeyer. He offered, he said, if Walter Matthau can't actually call in, if you can't get Willie Nelson to actually call in, if you can't get Alan fucking Alda to actually call in, I could do some impersonations. I said, no, thank you, my friend. Because those guys got my back, and they will definitely call in. And then he said this. He said this. He went, he went. Have a good one, baby. Have a good one, mama. I said, I think I will, my baby. I'll be looking at you, looking at you, looking at me, looking at you, looking at me. All right. Have a good one, mama.